0: God is in charge and it's something that means we live our lives based on God's teaching it's not something that's forced but something that's free and I I want to follow God and trust God because of his love for me I think the story of Gideon is a, a really good example I'm going to need another a person who doesn't mind doing a bit of acting we've got someone uh someone over here who wants to do a bit of acting do you want to have a come have a go Ben come on all right so Here's Gideon, and Gideon's country is totally surrounded by the Midianite army. There's over 100,000 of the Midianite soldiers. You might look a bit scared now, yeah? Around his country, and they're about to invade, and they're about to take over. That's pretty much what he was doing, actually. He was hiding. He didn't really want to be involved. But God called Gideon to be the person who would lead his country and, and beat the Midianites. So when Gideon came out from his hiding place... And heard what God was saying to him. He had a bit of a tough choice to make. Am I going to just go back and hide? Or do I really believe that God is with me? Did he have faith in God? And he actually tested God. There's nothing wrong with that. He'd, he wanted to check whether God was really with him. Some of you might know the story. He put out a fleece uh, on the floor and said, God, if that's wet in the morning but the grass is all dry, there's no dew, I'll know that you're there. And God did that. And he tested him again again the other way as well. If the fleece was dry in the morning, but the grass was all wet, he would know it was God. And both times, that's what happened. So Gideon knew that God was calling him. So he got some weapons. Here we go. Do you want to put your breastplate on there? He got his weapons, and he started to get an army together. And he managed to find 32,000 people. Oh, I nearly got stabbed there. 32,000 people who were willing to uh, take on the Midianites. Remember, there was over 100,000 of them, but at least they had a bit of a chance. But unfortunately, God thought, God said, Gideon, that's too many. You don't need 32,000 people. Anyone who's scared can go home. And 22,000 of them went home leaving 10,000 soldiers to face the Midianites. But God said, Gideon, you've got too many. Can you look a bit, a bit fed up now? That's brilliant. You don't need these number of people. And he did another thing where they went to have a drink in the, water, in, the, in the river, and those who drank in a certain way were sent home as well. And Gideon was left with 300 soldiers. Remember, there were 100,000 Midianites. So how on earth was he going to defeat them? And then God said, Gideon... You don't need those weapons. Put your weapons down. So Gideon put his weapons down. Yeah, you've got to take that off as well. All you need is a trumpet and a torch. There you go. There's your trumpet. Excellent. Wonderful. It does work if you blow it loud enough. And so Gideon was very confused by now. What am I going to do with a trumpet and a torch and 300 men against 100,000 Midianites? But God knew what he was doing. God knows what he's doing. And he told Gideon to go and stand um, on the hillside overlooking the Midianite camp. So just up here. So you've got to imagine there's all these Midianites camped in their tents down here. And it's the middle of the night. And they're all asleep. And the 300 people had to charge into the camp, making as much noise as they could. Waving their torches, blowing their trumpets. Do you want to have a charge around there? Go on. There we go. Fantastic. Well done. And in the panic, the Midianites all started to either run away or fight among themselves. And all of them were defeated. They all all either went away or they all killed each other. And Gideon and his 300 men had defeated the Midianite army. Can we give Ben a great clap? That was brilliant acting, Ben. Well done. Thank you very much. Gideon's faith meant that he was obedient to God, even though he was asked to do something ridiculous. And I think that's a fantastic example of faith that we can follow. Theo is going to come and share with us. People at the front, I need you to sit down and listen really carefully. Now, do you want to sit over there? Here we go. Connor, do you want to hold on to that so no one plays with it? Theo.
1: At first, I didn't have any idea what to say when Jeremy asked me to think and talk about what faith means to me. So I had to spend quite a while thinking about this. After some time thinking, I came to this conclusion. God is big, he's everywhere, he's kind, he cares, not just for me, but for everyone, including people who don't believe in him and have no faith. You can't touch him, smell him, or see him, which is why you have to have faith that he's there. You can see the things that God has made everywhere, such as when you go for a walk. The Bible can help us to have more faith, and it's a way that God communicates to me, and I can get closer to God. I think a good story to show what having a big faith is would be when Abraham is tested by God in Genesis 22, verse 1 to 19. Abraham was prepared to trust God because he, when he was asked to sacrifice his only very precious son, Isaac. Because he had faith in God's goodness and that God's plan would be good, this tells me that Abraham had great faith in God and knew him well. God then spoke to Abraham through an angel and told him not to sacrifice Isaac after all. God provided a ram instead. God said that although Abraham was very old, he would have many more children and that all nations on earth would be blessed because of Abraham's obedience. God knew how much Abraham trusted him because he was uh, prepared to obey God's command. A long time later on, God sacrificed his only son, Jesus, as part of his plan to save us and so that we can be with him, which shows how much God cares for us and loves us and this helps me to have faith
0: the worship group are going to come and lead us in, in a couple of songs now